Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello. Jean came into my bedroom at half past six this morning. I call it my bedroom because Sarah and I go to bed together, but at some stage in the night, my snoring gets so unbearable that she relocates to the loft. Right. So he comes in. I'm fast asleep at 6.30 this morning. And he gets onto the bed and he just starts gently tapping and going, Dad, 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 it's, it's someone's birthday. And I open my eyes and I think what a sweet boy because it is my late mother's birthday today and I hold back the tears and I say Jean that is so sweet of you to remember it is Nanny's birthday yeah he says uh, does, does that mean it's a special occasion and basically we don't let him drink Coca-Cola <laughs> but <laughs> he gets Coca-Cola on special occasions <laughs> <laughs> He's woken up at half six. Thought I can wait to get some Coca-Cola yeah, out of this. Yeah, yeah. No. Which you know, as as somebody who has no qualms about maximising anything to either get things for myself or, or usually get out of things, mm, mm. I had a certain amount of respect for Good. it. And did he get the Coca-Cola? No, absolutely oh. not. No. <laughs> Um, and, and speaking of birthdays, it mm. was your birthday on Sunday. Yes. How, how was it? Uh, lovely, thank you. Yes, I uh, got a nice cake made for me. Did you? you you'd have loved it. It was uh, ground almonds, maple syrup, no fat. <laughs> oh, what's up? What, what have you done to upset that person? <laughs> it's actually really nice. Yeah. What, what is going on? Who I made know. you that? Tom did. But Tom can make nice things. Well, he's not he's not the world's greatest baker because it infuriates me that he won't follow a recipe. Sometimes I'm baking and he goes, oh, you need to put less sugar in. That'll be too sweet. I said, no, it's a yeah. science. Yeah. You can't just like change ingredients around. That's what they say. Cooking's an art, baking's a science. Exactly. I'd go as far as to say I, I don't ever want to mess with any recipe ever. Oh, any recipe. No, I no. just assume that somebody writing a recipe book knows more than I do. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, true. And... Everything will be ruined. I, I never had the right ingredients, so I just think, well, let's see how this oh, goes. Oh, no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, you I couldn't, couldn't do no, it? I, I couldn't embark on making something oh, okay. without knowing that I had the ability to follow the recipe exactly. Oh. Because what I, I don't know what the, what the things that make something good are. 
Do you understand? Yeah, I do. I that was a really com- beautiful bit of uh, uh, oratory, wasn't it? I don't understand what the things that make something good are. I totally understood what you meant. But what what I mean is, there's a delicate balance in everything, isn't mm, isn't there? Mm, mm. And I don't understand what collapses in on itself if if I take something away on the other side. Yeah, I don't want to risk it. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to risk it. Mm, mm. Um, so anyway, so, so 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 your birthday then. Tell yeah. tell us more. Uh got a cake. I went out to Pizza Express with my family. Oh yeah. Um and then in the evening I watched Luther, the film. Lovely. Yeah. What on what is that on, on Netflix? Netflix. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um now I need to talk to you. All right. Because on your birthday. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I've been thinking about your birthday a lot, but I was really struggling to know what to get you this year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I also realised I'd left it too late to post a card. So I spent all of the morning on your birthday making you an e-card using background remover on Canva and pictures of famous people Mm -hmm. who share your birthday. And I made a lovely e-card for you. Mm. And then I'd really been thinking about what to get you and 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 it's hard. And I feel like what I ended up getting you is is a little unimaginative, but there's a reasoning behind it. I think you deserve it for a, for a number of reasons. It's a little pampering treat thing, it's but I also think a voucher is an unimaginative present in this in this other way. But I think at this particular point in your life, yeah. I, th- I think that's that's why I chose it. Mm. So so what I then did when I'd finished making this card. I texted it to you um, with a little note saying, check your email, and I emailed you the PDF with this voucher on it. Mm-hmm. And I knew you were going out for lunch with your family, so I wasn't expecting it back anytime soon. Mm. <laughs> about half an hour later, Gene comes into the room and he knows that you are a little bit freaked out by, <laughs> I never know if it's called Romanesque broccoli or Romanesque cauliflower. But I think broccoli, yeah. So it's it's very psychedelic, you, you, you're wincing. Oh, I hate it, yeah, yeah. It turns, your, it turns your stomach, it makes you doubt your own existence. It makes me feel weird. Yeah, there's this very psychedelic type of broccoli if people haven't mm. seen it. And um, I told him at some stage that you're freaked out by it. So he wanted to make a video saying, Annabelle, guess what? We have got you for your birthday, some Romanesque broccoli, Mm -mm. which we do. And then I send that off to you. (laughs) A while later, some hours pass, I think, and, and you send a reply. And your reply says... Gene, no! And that's that's the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> okay, I, I understand if she's aggrieved if it is an e-card and not a real card, because it, it looks thoughtless, even though I spent the whole morning working on it. <laughs> It, it looks less thoughtful. It looks less thoughtful than buying some crummy old generic card from the news agent and mm-hmm. posting it. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. posting makes it look more thoughtful. <laughs> not the hours spent toiling on it. So I thought may- maybe she's a little bit annoyed about that, but <laughs> and, and okay, I know a, va- a pampering voucher isn't the most imaginative <laughs> present, and Annabelle is the most thoughtful present giver, but it's a uh, it's it's surprising to me that there was no no mention of it. Yeah, I thought to myself, yeah, yeah. and and I I stew on this for a little while, yeah. and I think. How how am I gonna am I gonna prod her into action mm. here? I want to I want to I wanted to see what's going on. So I decided to then tweet the card with a, a public yeah. birthday greeting, because 
I think that'll force you into acknowledging <laughs> it. So, will you tell me what what happened from your perspective? Because I do now know, I do now understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but at I the time, explain. I found it yeah, deeply yeah, yeah. odd. Yeah, yeah. So this is what happened. So at some point during the day, a WhatsApp group I'm in, I started getting multiple notifications from. So when it, when I came to looking at my phone later on, I was just ignoring it because it was just like all these notifications, I was just ignoring it. And then I looked at my phone and I turned, I didn't have time to see what was on. I, could, I couldn't see what all the messages were. So I went into my phone and I saw, I didn't think I saw I had a message from you at that point. I think I was looking at something else. And then later on, I noticed I had a message from you when I was going into my text messages. I hadn't, I didn't get the alert. Because I, I don't use WhatsApp. I'm not no, a WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be clear here. And then something about opening it up, so I opened up your message and it only showed the bottom of your message and the bottom. So do you see well, what just, I mean? Just on the, the screen, video from Jean. All I could see on, on my screen in front of me, and I didn't scroll up because I thought you'd sent a message of Jean saying, happy birthday, I bought you some Romanesco broccoli. Have you have you got your text size set to old person size? No. Is it making everything bigger? So, so let me, I can show you, I can show you. So it just looked like when I opened it up, oh no, that, that looks different now. Oh, yeah, convenient. Oh, no, 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 that was a photo. That was a photo you sent. Hold on. Let me just try again. There we go. All right. So when I opened it up... Oh, God. Sorry. That was all I could see. Oh! I could just see a massive... All, the whole the video filled the whole page. I couldn't see anything else. So you didn't know that and prior I didn't, to sending so that video. So I didn't video. scroll up and see the words that said, happy birthday, check your email, and then above that, your beautiful e-card. I didn't see either of those things. Ah. All I saw was this video, which I... And so I replied to the video, gee, no, because he'd mentioned that he bought me some Romanesco broccoli. So for, there was so there was a several-hour period where you thought that all I'd done to acknowledge your birthday was sent you a video of my son talking about Romanesco. Yeah, but like, and how did that make you feel? Yeah, well, you'd acknowledged it. Great for a start. Some people <laughs> didn't, so you acknowledged it. And then, like, we, you often call in the evening. Like, this was quite. You know, what time do you send that? So you call in the evening. Uh, yeah. And I also point out that I had checked my email a couple of times that day because my dad had mentioned that he'd sent me an e card. And um, and it wasn't, but only on my phone, and it wasn't loading up. That's not the first time that's happened before. So I was like, I wonder why that's not loading. Anyway, that's a bit weird. Anyway, as it turned out, um, my Gmail was full, which has been telling me for about a year, but I've just been ignoring it. And it finally decided that enough was enough, and I didn't get any emails for two days. Ah, so so when when I did, it was a perfect storm. When, when I fa- finally found out that you had sent me an email, I paid the thirty nine p required to update my storage, which I've been very reluctant to do so because I'm so tired. But I thought, no, I'm not just not going to. I'm going to delete some emails. Why would I pay for something that I'm not using? Uh, I thought I'm going to delete all these emails. uh, So I finally paid the 39p um, and then I got your email. Because it's the worst thing I I, I find. Just before I say that, when you get a message on your phone, Mm. what comes up? If it's a, if your phone if is on the lock screen. If it's an iMessage, it'll just say Jeff iMessage. Because some people I've noticed have, have the content content of their message displayed on the lock screen. What is wrong with them? <laughs> well, like, <I'm, laughs> Why would you want somebody to risk seeing <laughs> I, conversation I, you're having I do have that with my whatsapps turn it off what no is, I like why would you do that because you can glance at your phone see what it's about and whether you need to reply to it straight away or not just with a glance I know it's quite lazy really yeah it's very lazy but what 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 if um what if we were maybe sharing some marital frustrations with with our partners mm, and then mm. 
Tom was to look over your shoulder and see that. I suppose it'd be quite a good way of letting him know without actually having to let him know, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe his method and your madness. Because mm. um, it it's an awful thing when you get somebody a gift and there's no acknowledgement of it. Well, that's been driving you mad all day. Well, it was. And, yeah. and it's, not, it's not about gratitude. It's about has something gone awry, yes. which, as it turned out, it had. It had yeah. But it's impossible to ask without it looking like it's like a neediness for gratitude. Mm-hmm. I remember getting one of my very good friends a, a, a voucher for a really nice restaurant on his 50th birthday and, and going to a party and, and putting the envelope in the pile with all the other stuff. And I became deeply paranoid that it had either been th- thrown away with a bunch of on- empty envelopes mm-hmm. or somehow he didn't know it's from me. Mm-hmm. But it's the worst thing to then have to chase up. Yeah, yeah. And say, uh, just wondering, uh, wondering about that gift I got you. Because then they feel bad that yeah. they haven't yes. acknowledged it yet. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. What about that e-card, though? I loved my e-card. <laughs> I did love my e-card. It was so nice. Thank you. Imagine if I'd gone to the effort of printing that out, though. Oh, that would that would have been would, thoughtful. Yeah, and posted it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although you wouldn't pay 39p for your storage. What, you expecting me to pay for a stamp? It's a pound now. Is that right? Yeah. I wouldn't send it first class. Oh, sorry. No, no, of course not. No, no. Let's hear from the drifters. Let's. First one's you just put your hand, oh. as I was saying that you put your hand on a bongo. It looked like you were about to start beating out, beating out a rhythm. <laughs> I was trying to move it because it was a bit oh. in the way. <laughs> this summer, this is from Sarah. This summer, my husband convinced me to join him on a weekend to Vancouver, Canada, to attend one of his oldest friend's birthday party. I dreaded this event for months. Naturally, as a drifter, all parties are to be feared, but this one in particular was going to be horrendous. I knew this was going to be a very fancy affair and I am not a fancy person. I do not enjoy getting dressed up or wearing makeup and the women at this party showed up wearing gowns, had been to the salon to get their hair and makeup done and the men were wearing tuxedos. Can I just ask what what constitutes a gown rather than a dress? What what's the line? I honestly don't know. Is it the length? Is it does it sort I don't of know. scrape? The I know floor? a dressing gown, but I'm guessing they weren't turning <laughs> up in dressing gowns, which would be my kind of party. Oh yeah. Honestly, had I arrived in the dress I got married in, I would have been underdressed. (laughs) It was a downhill spiral from the moment we arrived. Most of the attendees were physicians, so there was a lot of shop talk happening, which I could not participate in. I spent most of the time... (laughs) You could, though. (laughs) Here's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any training, but... (laughs) I spent most of the time staring off into space, wishing time would speed up until incident number one happened. When the man my husband was speaking to said the word mushrooms, I, like a hobbit, perked up so enthusiastically to say that I'd been on a recent mushroom foraging hike to find mushrooms for a risotto that I knocked the drink he was holding out of his hand and all over his tuxedo. tuxedo. My husband then turned to me and told me they were discussing hallucinogenic mushrooms as a clinical treatment, Uh. not as a yummy treat. I went back to staring into space. Towards the end of the night, the party attendees proclaimed they were all heading to a club for more drinks and dancing. I would rather step on a thousand of my children's Lego pieces (laughs) than walk into a club. My husband felt obligated to go, but I put my foot down and told him I was going back to the hotel to bed. So he left with the first group of people from the party and I ordered an Uber and waited outside with the second group of people when incident number two happened. With my husband's professional acquaintances and friends looking on, I got into what I thought was an Uber. It was not an Uber. It was uh, a random woman who'd pulled over uh, to use her phone. I begged her to just drive me up the street. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so I didn't have to get out and face the crowd of partygoers and admit that I'd just gotten into the wrong car. But, of course, she refused. I, ex- I exited the car. I begged her. I, <laughs> I exited the car, stared up at the sky and questioned my existence. I do not use Ubers very often. They are fairly new to my city, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Sorry about that. And honestly, I so rarely leave the house that I don't have much need of them. I'm unfamiliar with the app. I do not know, for instance, that someone could take your Uber. This happened while I was waiting with a group of fancy party goers, and I was so confused that one of them took pity on me and grabbed my phone and ordered me another. It was the arrival of the new Uber that solidified my resolve to never attend another party in my lifetime. Electric cars are pretty rare in Saskatoon. Our cold climate doesn't lend itself well to their batteries. So when my Tesla Uber arrived, I did not know how to open the door. I'd never even seen a Tesla before. The Uber driver actually had to exit the vehicle and show me how to press the button to open the door. I got in and when I looked out of the window, the group of partygoers were all staring at me like I was a time traveller from the distance past (laughs) trying to cope in a modern world. I asked the driver to just drive down the hill into the ocean or perhaps off a bridge, (laughs) but he just smiled and drove me back to the hotel. I have informed my non-drifter husband that he will be attending any other parties on his own. That was tremendous. Firstly, on pronunciation, I don't know I could do much better than you, but I I think we're off. Very, very off. There's a place called Saskatchewan. I can only apologise for that. We uh, we should have watched a pronunciation video. Saskatchewan. There's a a song in for the Muppets with it. Saskatchewan. No, I can't get it. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah, okay. Secondly, it's not a thing with Ubers that people can take your Ubers. Well, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they did it. But I think they did it by mistake, right? I don't know. But, but the system should be: mm. you get the registration oh. plate on the oh, yeah. when you book it on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at your phone, you take it, and then as a second line of defence, the driver should check your name as you mm. get in. Because surely you paid for that other Uber as well. Yeah, because then what happens when you go back on your phone? Your your phone thinks you're in it and you're on route. Oh yes. Oh, so well, I don't, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. and and I don't blame you for that. That is confusing. No, yeah. I'm very, very confused by that. And then, then finally, mm. how do you open the door on a Tesla? I don't know. Is either. it like a DeLorean in Back to the Future? Listen, we don't know. It's fine. Yeah, there's nothing I'll be looking up on YouTube. My boyfriend's cousin has got a Tesla, and sometimes he they've can, done all right. For he can be persuaded they? to do a, a light show with it when it's dark. What it does a light show? It projects the word Tesla onto something and does like this fancy light and music show. It's incredible. What what is the purpose no, of that? No, no, no purpose. Just showing off. It's brilliant. <laughs> okay, next email. Yeah, it's from Carl. In 1997, I went on a family holiday to Florida, and whilst there, we visited Epcot. My non-drifter brother and I decided to visit an attraction called Living with the Land, which is an indoor farming-related boat ride that slowly weaves through ever-changing scenery, plants and fish farms. The boats are around five rows and at the time carried a member of staff at the front who would commentate on what's on display along with other related facts. This human has now been replaced by a speaker and pre-recorded dialogue. My brother and I boarded the rear of the boat on the back row with all rows in front of us being filled. The boat began its leisurely journey, passing under a tunnel, and the member of staff at the front commenced his dialogue. Everyone was quiet and listening, when all of a sudden, my brother passed wind. This was not discreet in any way, shape or form, and was undertaken on a plastic bench in an echoey tunnel. The man at the front stopped talking, and everyone in the front rows turned to look at us. 
I was mortified, did not know where to look and wanted to get off, but the ride carried on for another 10 minutes or so in complete shame. I had a few questions for my brother afterwards. Why did you do that at the beginning of the ride? And why did you do that at all? To this day, he doesn't seem bothered by it and I still feel stunned, oh, to not be a drifter. Let me ask you a question. Mm. Do you feel that in advance of passing wind, Mm. you know how smelly it's going to be? That's a great question. Because I, I don't, I think that's unknowable. There are certain things. That if, if I go for a wee, I don't know how long that wee is going to last for. I might have an inkling, <laughs> but it can surprise me. Similarly, when when uh, that, that gas leaves my body, I, I don't know whether it could go undetected or it's going to stink a room out. Whereas we'll often be on the sofa of an evening mm. and, and Sarah will pass flatus mm. and it'll be horrible. It'll be like an airborne toxic event. Mm. and And she will say... I'm sorry, I didn't think that was going to be a smelly one. I, I really didn't think it was going to smell like that. I think I have an inkling. I think it felt like is that there's a hotness mm. beforehand. I mean, before before the event, mm. before it even happens, I feel like, yeah, I think I know. I don't know. Mm. I'll tell you what, I'll keep a diary of events over the next week and report back. Do, but um, I think the keeping of the diary is going to contaminate the data. Oh. So what you need to do, to you need to get... Um, <laughs> Your lover, Tom, to keep a diary uh, of how smelly your farts are. Yeah, yeah. And unbeknownst to him, you need to keep a diary of how smelly you think they're going to be before they leave your body. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then compare those things. Okay, great, I will do that. But then you will need to establish a baseline <laughs> for smelliness. True. Otherwise, you yeah. might be working on two different scales. Yeah. Okay, so don't worry, I'll get all that cracked. Brilliant. Great. Annabelle. Yes. Shall we have another way in which you are not a fully functioning adult? How I'm prematurely ageing, part two. I've got three more things for you. So as mentioned, it's my birthday on Sunday, 48. Big four eight. Fine with that, because I figure it'll be pretty much tomorrow that I'll be 58 and I'll dream of being such a youthful 48. That's a nice way of looking it's at it. It's the only way to do it. It's the only way to do it, I think. So I'm fine with this number. Here's what I'm not fine with. First of all, my sister asked me what I wanted for my birthday and my body and mind had become possessed by an octogenarian and I said, a glasses chain, a lanyard to hang my reading glasses on. (laughs) And I know why I said it, because I spend 30% of my day sleeping, 10% obsessing over minor past slights and 60% looking for my reading glasses. But I've misplaced, they're somewhere in the house. But if I could have something to hang them around my neck, I can then dedicate 70% of my day to obsessing over minor past lives. <laughs> Get a bit more deep Googling about my perceived enemies done. <laughs> but I know that it's going to make me look so old. So the good news is when I saw my sister on Sunday, they hadn't arrived yet, probably because they're being made and sent out by octogenarians who work at their own pace. So I've got another week of feeling young and never knowing where my glasses are. <laughs> I honestly don't think you should be considering a glasses chain until your late 70s. Mm. I'm really quite disappointed in myself. My sister asked me what style I wanted, like there might be more than one style. So, <laughs> so I made it easy for her and I described the only style and said, think eccentric old lady. <laughs> so let's see what I get. I'll be wearing them next week. I told you that the reason I wear varifocals now mm. is I bought a cheap pair of reading glasses to go with my regular glasses. Yeah. And they were on one of those. It wasn't a chain, but it was on a piece of, on a thing around my neck, a cord. Oh, yeah. And Sarah said, I, I am not 
Oh. At this stage of my life, being married to somebody who has glasses on a cord around the neck. Oh, God, I hadn't even thought about what my 37-year-old boyfriend's going to think. <laughs> What's that going to feel for him? Oh, my God. I might have to send them back. I don't Imagine know. Imagine being 37. Just trying to remember 37, which at the time didn't feel particularly young. Oh, God, poor man. Yeah. I don't think that you, when you did the whole Mrs. Robinson thing, I don't mm. think that was part of it. We didn't think it through, did no. we? No, really didn't think it through. I don't remember Mrs. Robinson wearing a glasses chain no, either. This is, this is, no. I think the the allure mm. of the slightly more mature lady doesn't, doesn't extend to mm-hmm. uh, reading glasses. I don't, I don't think that's a facet of it for many people. No, Maybe it is. No. I'm not going to kink shame anyone. <laughs> Okay, second thing. I had an NHS checkup a few weeks ago. You've had one of those, haven't you? Yes. Do them. They get you get them from a certain age, don't you? Yes. All it seemed to involve was a blood test, being weighed, and being asked how much I drank and gardened. Like by this age, all I'm doing is drinking sherry, pruning <laughs> roses, and eating violet creams. I mean, not a million miles away, to be honest. But I was fine with it all until the end of the checkup. The nurse started giving advice for ways I may be able to reduce my risk of dementia. It took everything in me not to shout, how did my life pan out so that I'd be getting dementia advice at the same time as having a five-year-old? <laughs> oh, It also really didn't help that in the waiting room, there was a poster for our local Age UK centre, the Alan Burgess Centre, which the sign described as welcoming everyone 55 plus. I'll be 55 plus in what will feel like less than tomorrow. <laughs> Last thing, you know how your computer and social media and messaging services spy on you and pick up lots of data about you to build a picture of you right now so they know what ads to target you with? I got served an ad this week for shoes that are good for those that suffer with bunions. (laughs) I might be the youngest person who's even ever said the word bunion. I'm so depressed about how old I feel that I'm on the verge of describing my age as 48 years young instead of old. (laughs) And we all know that's it. That is the end. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. was hoping to be able to bring you stories from me being a an accompanying parent or guardian on the school trip. Oh yes, yeah. it was it, it passed without incident. I found myself doing what I would do as a child on school trips, mm. which is trying to get up front close to the teacher all the time. Oh, I used to love that. Yeah, ever yeah. got to sit next to the teacher on the coach? Oh, that's dreamy. Yeah. It really is. Mm-mm. Not with those other kids <laughs> and the awful things they say and do to oh. me. But it's really going to help with my popularity if I sit with the teacher. <laughs> um, but she she kept asking me to, um, if I could just stop in the road and just block the road while the kids crossed. Oh. And I think it was her way of getting rid of me. She, I think maybe she had enough of a conversation. She said, oh, would you mind just you know, standing and um, helping everyone across the road? Oh, I thought you meant getting rid of you and hoping you'd get run over. Like, well, <laughs> maybe. That was her ultimate aim. <laughs> wow. Um, and I found myself very use, useless in that situation. What, stopping traffic? 
Well, there was no traffic. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> and, and it felt a bit like being a lollipop man, but without a lollipop. Right. And I couldn't work out if I was supposed to be facing where any traffic would come from to stop it okay. or facing the children to try and try and kettle them along. What did you do with your arms? Outstretched, right? Yes. Thank yeah, goodness yeah, yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, at least you got yeah. that bit right. Yeah, okay, yeah, good, good. good. Um, but aside from that, it really passed without incident. <laughs> why are the arms out? Like, outstretched isn't going to stop a car, is it? So why are the arms <laughs> car outstretched? car sees you there and thinks I'm going to plough them. Oh, no, hang on. I'm going to plough into them. Oh, no, hang on. Their arms are outstretched. Oh, I'll stop. Yeah, but, yeah. I better not because I yeah. won't be able to get past those arms. Yeah, is it yeah. like you're Superman and you're going to hold it back? Um, Pointless, but you got to do it. Yeah, it was a bird watching trip. The only other thing that happened was some kid asked me what some bird was, and I didn't know. Oh, the and then some other kid answered, and, and oh. I knew less than a child. Oh, Just had no authority. Oh, someone messaged. I can't remember who it was, but someone messaged about an app where you can identify the bird. You should have taken it with you. I've got, yeah. I've got an oh, app you've on got my it. phone, oh. which is like Shazam for birds. Yes, on. yeah. Wildly inaccurate. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, I'll, I'll be pointing it at a pigeon. And it'll come up with some obscure breed of ostrich. Uh, really? Okay, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay. It gives you a percentage likelihood of, of what it is. Uh, that's all a percentage. I want yeah. 100% or yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. Shazam, Shazam doesn't do that. No, does it? it doesn't say it might be this. It might be Nirvana, but it might also be the Osmonds. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, so that was that. What else was going to tell you about? Um, oh, yes. It's a slight... Oh, what's happening? Helicopter circling. Mm. Um, it's, oh, oh, two things, two things. One is I went to Londis, the aforementioned oh, Londis before the podcast today, yeah. to get uh, some of this nice homemade Gujarati Indian food for, for you and yes. for me. And I went there straight from an appointment, same as last week, didn't have a bag with me. Mm. Now, last week, when they said you need a bag... I felt so... Um, these days, if somebody says, do you, need, do you need a bag? I feel deeply, deeply ashamed yes, me of too. needing a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I over-explained. I said, oh, I do. I'm so sorry. I've left my tote bag at home. And at this point, the person behind the till is just looking at me. And I'm thinking, they don't care where my tote bag is. No. They just want to know where, whether I need a bag or not. Yeah, yeah. And even though the world might judge me harshly for a plastic bag, maybe they're making a small profit out of it. Mm, and it's, it's only mm, good for them. Mm, mm. So this week, I was on the way, I say, on the way there from an appointment. And about an hour beforehand, I realised that I don't have a plastic bag, but I'm not coming home. Mm. So I go into a place and buy a tote bag. Oh, that's quite extreme. So that I don't have to say I've forgotten my tote bag again. Oh, even though I've got too many tote bags <laughs> and past the point, it's environmentally damaging yeah. because of the amount of resource needed to make that bag. Now, if you use it a lot, mm. then that cancels itself out. But if I've just got an ever-increasing number of tote bags that I'm hoarding out of awkwardness... There's probably billions of water used to make the cotton to make the coat bags. Yeah. The, the tote bags, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how much do you think a tote bag is, by the way? Cause I went into a deli. Oh, I just so walked past a deli, so they do their own tote bags. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll get myself one of those. It's like a cheap one like with no kind of fancy design. I'd say £2. Am I vastly wrong? Well, I, I had in my head, I thought maybe this will be £4. Mm. There's a, there's a chance it'll be as much as six or seven. Yeah. Sixteen pounds when <gasps> I took it to the counter. There was no price on it. <laughs> sixteen pounds? Yeah. You can get like a leather handbag for sixteen pounds. Or yeah. maybe fake leather. But pleather. Pleather, yeah. So you did you you paid sixteen pounds? 
once I'm at the counter, if I've put something down <laughs> on the counter, I am incapable of saying, oh, I didn't realise it was that much. I'll go into debt <laughs> you rather paid... than go through the embarrassment of of not being something who'd thought about what something cost before I took it to the counter. You paid £16 to avoid the embarrassment of asking for a plastic bag at Londis. Which would have cost 20p yes. and they, they'd have made like oh, I don't know, wow. 6p profit out wow. of it or something. Yeah. So that was uh, that that was the first thing, <laughs> and the second thing is I'm going to try this. We've already had a bit of flatulence on the podcast. It's a bit lavatorial, and I'm not. I don't even know if it's that good a story, but here we go. I'm in it, right? Mm-hmm. A friend of mine texted me. She is in Los Angeles, California, in the USA, mm-hmm. and she wants to send me a photograph of one of her bowel movements, and she's asking if that's all right. Okay, did she say why? Well, the reason why is some years ago when I was courting Sarah, I went through this phase, I'm surprised you don't remember it, of producing extraordinary bowel movements. Very, very unusual. I remember Um, the swan. Yeah, the brown swan being one of them. And I think, I have to document this. This this is so... It's a sculpture or something. It it can't just go (laughs) unremembered. And I, I would then share them with a select number of people. Not me. No. No. And not people who are into it. <laughs> That's what it seemed like just yeah, then, didn't it? But yeah, people yeah. who 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 what? I'll tell you what it is. Pe- people who would think, Oh my god, that's that's remarkable or look at that. That you knew you'd be impressed. Yeah. So it's mm. not that, that they, they would particularly enjoy it, but they would understand what was extraordinary about it. Okay. Do you see what I mean? I do, yeah. There's a distinction. And you knew straight away who those people might be. Sometimes I broach the subject. <laughs> see like how finding out. If yeah, like, like someone yeah. trying to get someone into an orgy or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tread some more <laughs> yeah, water, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, this, this is why she'd been in contact with me. Because she wanted to send you one that she felt particularly Yeah, yeah, was and this has never happened before. Ah, and, okay, okay. And, and actually, this person and I, I think had only had one conversation about this many, many years ago, when it was this one, mm. which has become stuff of legend, known as the brown <laughs> swan. Yeah. So, so she, she sends me a photo, and it is indeed remarkable. And by way of a reply, mm. I espouse some theories, because... Here's the detail I've omitted. Mm. My bowel movements were only ever really like this when I went to the United States. Oh. So for a long time, I would think to myself, why Why is that? Mm, mm, why is that? Mm, mm. I think, is there something different? Is it different bacteria? I mean, what's going on? And then I think the explanation is is more boring than that, really. So I remember when I, I started spending time over there, that if I went for a sit down on the lavatory, the <laughs> this isn't the place for this conversation. I just realised. <laughs> well, you started, so yeah, you've got yeah, to finish. Yeah. Um, that the 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 bottom of my scrotal sac would often be submerged in the waterline of the the water in the toilet. Uh, sorry, I'm briefly stunned. Yeah, are you saying the water levels there so high, or that you're? Well, at first I thought. What's going? Have I That's got, disgusting. Are, are these some low hangers that I've got on me? Yeah. But as as time's gone on, I've um, I've developed another theory. So it is that the water level in an American toilet 
is higher. Okay. For starters. Okay, okay. And then part of the reason for that is that the toilets themselves are lower to the ground. Right. And wider. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. You're still with me? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're thinking, what has this got to do with anything? Yeah, yeah. Well, he- here's, here's what it's got to do with anything. I then think there's there's less distance for the stool to fall, mm. which means it maintains its structural oh, integrity. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I then think mm. that because the 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 basin is broader, mm. it allows it to form a, a wider base, which then will maintain yes an upright structure yeah 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 you see me yeah yeah totally yeah 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 yeah. and i've also got this theory that i'm not sure about is something do you you ever see these diagrams about how you should really make a make a bowel movement it's to do with being on your haunches and stuff never 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 i I wonder if something about the the slight difference in the positioning of the toilet means that it passes out of you in a slightly different way but that that is a working theory that that's just a very rough uh, hypothesis okay so so i share all these theories with her mm-hmm. in a, a number of text messages right and um she's 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 pleased of them i think mm. she 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 doesn't ignore me good she replies the the conversation continues and then for a joke Dear. yeah i say to her we should start a podcast called fecal matters <laughs> <laughs> yeah F- funny right yeah yeah so she, she she messages back, uh, yes, by which I mean no. <laughs> and here's why I mention it on the podcast, not because I want to talk about lavatorial things, which I do, I do enjoy, but not, not necessarily in this forum. Mm. I think she thought I was joking, mm. but there was part of her mm. that thought, oh, God, he wants to start a podcast with me. Right. And I need to tell him no just in case he's being serious. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, there was a risk for her. Yeah. I feel really insulted by that. That she thought there was a small chance that, that she meant she thought it. that I would think that was a good idea for a podcast <laughs> and that I would do that <laughs> podcast with her. That she, she, And I feel a little bit like somebody saying to me, oh, I'm sorry, you're not my type, when I didn't ask them on a date right. in the first place. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, maybe she was just wanted you, I don't know, or maybe she was paranoid that you would think she was serious. So, oh, I don't know. (laughs) But it should then be, then it should be up to me, the one who started it in the first place. Is she someone who works in this? Does she somebody who works? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I then feel it was a bit of a slapdown. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Don't get ideas above your station, son. Yeah, yeah. I felt it came across. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to buy a burner phone and... uh, (laughs) (laughs) share some of my toilet photography (laughs) not sure if anyone's still listening after after that hello (laughs) anyone there hello hello um but we'll we'll carry on regardless maybe people had the good sense to Fast forward. Because here we are in Quandary Corner at the Glap Clinic in Problematic. First one from Jack McMorrow. Ah, Jackie boy. Hello, hello Jack. I'm off to Los Angeles next month and flying. Jack, is there if you want to... Leave it, leave it, leave it. Keep a record. Yeah, yeah. I'm flying upper class. Nice. I don't want to show off. Oh, no, not me. I'm meeting some friends from up north, three from Hull and one from the brilliantly named Newton on the Scales. 
I had a few setbacks and overcome all of them. One being my walker just stopped folding until I fixed it too. But I've now noticed there's a small wart on my nose. My quandary is, can I just go to my GP and ask them to get rid of it for me? Do I buy it a small hat to dress it up? Do I just adopt the port protocol and ignore it as there's not much chance a group of 30-somethings going to LA for WWE and in my case, Star Trek would look like there's no wart anyway? <laughs> what does he do? I mean, can you not get creams? I don't know much about warts. Can you get cream from the chemist? Do you ever have that thing on my nose? No. For, out of nowhere, I developed this big, I'd say a pea-sized red lump on my nose and it was there for a long time and then I think I did just go to the doctors and get it taken off but I'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember if I went to the I'm trying to remember if doctors will do that anymore Mm, I've got a suspicion that they won't well if it's I think if it's on your face you might stand a better chance are we being asked medical advice here (laughs) not in the best place for this. I think, I think what we're being asked really is, is this something the doctor will look after or is this something that if I want it done I'd have to go and pay for? And also there's a, there's a suggestion that is it right for me to go to upper class with a wart on my nose maybe? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's fine. I think any time you're lucky enough to do something like that Mm-mm. and uh, you can be in any small way a barbarian in the castle. <laughs> oh no, really? Yeah, yeah I love it. So? Yeah. I turn it up with a carrier bag. Oh, I see. Some, yes, yeah, just anything. I see, I see, I see. Um, like not not sort of throwing like food on the floor. No, 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 mean, no, 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 no. I don't mean no, 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 don't no, mean no. disrespecting the no, people no. who work in good, it. I good. mean if there is a type of pretentiousness yes, about yeah. who people want to see. If if there are some people in that cabin who think they're it and mm, think they're special mm. and better than other people for being in there, any time you can disavow them of that notion feels good to so me. So I think what we're saying is keep the wart and have a Tesco carrier bag. Yeah, and then get it get it sorted when you get back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I think so. Right, let's go to the next one. This is from... But I think you probably will be able... I, th- I think sometimes with... Fa- I think with something facial, the GP would be more likely to mm. sort it Get out. it lasered off something, I don't know. Yeah. Might have to wait, though. It might be a waiting list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't... Mm. I, I wouldn't um, factor it into your trip to Los Angeles. No, no. Okay. Uh, yes, Shauna from Dutch, so Shauna, Duchess of Manchester. This is one that I have very strong feelings about, so I'll, I'll let you go first once I've finished. Hello, friends. I have a workplace quandary that I've been meaning to send in for quite some time, so as I sit here in the parking lot, I figured I should just go ahead and do it while it's on my mind. My quandary is this. I work in a school, but my area is in an office suite, so there are four of us with offices in one larger room. Who is responsible for saying good morning first? Is it the person who's walking in the door or is it the person who was already in the office? I feel like no matter what, I'm always the one who says good morning first and it's really starting to annoy me. I think the person who was there first should say good morning, but should it actually be the person walking in? Either way, I'm happy to stick with one thing and try to force my co-workers to go along with it. Oh, this is great. Isn't it great? This is great. Um, Funnily enough, I was saying to Annabelle before we started recording today that one of the worst ever moments for me in life is, and it's not happened for a long time, but if I've been to, say, a wedding and it's involved an overnight hotel stay, then going into the breakfast room and having to say good morning to other people, it feels like such a huge effort. And, yeah, I didn't often go into the open plan office at the old radio station. Mm -mm. Part of that was because of how overwhelming it felt to me to 
have to walk in and say hello to people. This is why I've got a strong feeling about it. So I used to go into the office in the old radio station, open plan office, about four o'clock every day, which I know is kind of towards the end of most people's working days. But I would go in and there was a stage towards the end where for some reason they'd put me, they, they were always moving me around and they put me with people that I didn't really know. And they never, ever used to look up and say, good, like, hello to me, ever. And they used to drive me mad. Like, why, why am I being ignored like this? And so I never knew whether I was supposed to interrupt them and say, hello. Were they just, like, busy at their work? Because what it is, is when you walk into somewhere where somebody else is, yeah. saying hello has a bit of the, I'm here Ex- That's why it. Exactly. Yes. I didn't want to be like, yeah. you've been waiting till four o'clock and here I am. No. I'm here. Hello. And, and I, think, I think that's true. So so four o'clock is extreme, but I think it's true in the morning as well. Yes. So I think the rule is that the the person who is in situ is the greeter. Yes. You 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 you're the welcomer. I have very strong feelings okay, about this. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So that's the new rule. Yeah. And everyone has to buy by yes. it. Good. And that was our podcast. I think we did well on those quandaries there this week. Mm. If you have a situation where you'd like to know the social etiquette, you can email us. It's hello at adriftpodcast.com and we will do our best to answer it. We are grateful on that. Mm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, also, uh, your stories of social ineptitude, please. Same email address. Um, and you can support us, as I've mentioned um, a few times, on Patreon. We've got some new stuff on there for you. If you enjoy the podcast and you'd like to support us in that way, then patreon.com stroke adrift is where to do so. Uh, so, uh, yes, thanks to Man in the Echo for the backing music and to Emily Harrison for the incidental music. Carla Gowlett took our photos. Kim Rainey designed our artwork. Jean, it's Annabelle's birthday. What do you think we should get her? A Romanesco. A Romanesco what? Okay. Why? Because she speaks time. A name that always makes you smile is Paul Varela. And, and weirdly, uh, Paul had tweeted me this morning. I don't know how long ago this publication turned up. It was this morning. Oh, well, yeah, well weirdly, yeah. he tweeted me about, um, and you, mm. as it turns out, mm. uh, about seeing a question on the television about um, Alexander Graham Bell originally uh, suggesting that the word ahoy, hoy should be used when answering the telephone, mm-hmm. which I always feel compelled to mention if anybody puts it in an email before mentioning that, uh, I think, very much Danny Baker's realm. Yes. And Mr. Burns on The Simpsons answers a phone like that because he's so old. Oh, okay. So Paul, I think, is making reference to that in his tweet. Okay. And he opens his email with an ahoy, hoy, Jeff, Annabelle. Sarah Jean, Rudy and Rusty Scruff. Oh, sorry. Sarah, Tom, Jean, Rudy and Rusty mm. Scruff, the teddy bear king. Mm. Didn't mean to exclude Tom, yeah. your old lover boy <laughs> no. there. Young oh. lover boy there, I should say. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Like a bless her. Um, 
Master of Merch, Paul Varela here. Did Rudy and Jean ever wear the baby merch I handed to Jeff? Yes, they yes. did. Um, I still, I couldn't throw it away. No, I've still got his so as well. Yeah. I, I folded mine up and um, mm. I've got all these clothes of his that, why am I saving them? Sentimental value. But what 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 am I going to do? Get in the, get them out in forty years and just look at them. That will feel good though. It will. It feel good. Will it? it will. It'll feel great. It's been a while since the last podication request. So Annabelle, could you please remind me who else uses a hoy hoy as a greeting? Well, we've, <laughs> we've, I think we've covered that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, who would have thought I would still be hanging on in here with you two after another six years? But here I am, wondering where it all went wrong and why I'm still here listening to this barely passable excuse for a podcast instead of a barely passable excuse for a radio show. <laughs> uh, a lot has changed in that time. For a start, my comment in that publication about what Prince Charles wanted to be used as by Camilla may well, if I said now, lead to a beheading for <laughs> besmirching the new king, R.I.P. Mum. Mm, kidding. I really think they skirted over that in The Crown. I haven't got to that bit yet. Mm. I, th- I, th- I, think, I think it was in there, but they could have made a lot more of oh, it. Yeah. It's a great pity. Yes. Mm. Jeff. You have gone from a red-headed love god to uh, a grey-haired shadow of your former muscle-bound self. Mm. Don't I know about mm. it? Whereas once you resembled one of the cast of Hollyoaks, worthy of your own wall calendar and photo shoot, you are now the face of Saga brochures and Stanister lifts. Mm. Harsh. I wish I, I, wish I was. <laughs> the money. Sweet Saga money. <laughs> Stanner money. Uh, I'm pretty sure at least one part of that sentence is at least somewhere close to the truth. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, you also have two other podcasts, one with Britain's leading open water swimmer and wannabe politician, and another with a talented comedian uh, who you go around pretending is married to you. <laughs> You'll see there the, the common thread is hitching, piggybacking <laughs> onto other people. Um, Apart from in this instance. <laughs> yeah. We're sort of, we're, we're clinging to each, <laughs> yeah, clinging our, to each other. Life, right? Yes. Um, Annabelle, mm. more than being a mother to Rudy and Rusty Scruff, mm. Running your own business, please, everyone, check out Get Get Got. Oh, yes. What you really need as a parent rather than what everyone tells you that you need. Thank you, Paul. Is that the slogan, is it? It should be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, surely your greatest achievement is holding on to Tom and being showered with his unrelenting romantic <laughs> gestures. Which other lady out there can boast of having an air fryer that's left in a box in plain view for weeks before Christmas? <laughs> I'm a lucky girl. You are. Yeah. We thought you couldn't get any more romantic when he spat in your bathroom. I know, time. but it turned out he could. Yeah. But enough of the ramblings of a madman onto the reason for the podication. You may remember six years ago today, 15th of March, yes, I know you recalled the day before, but let's not ruin the magic, that something very special happened in my life that you two were part of and which reduced Jeff to a blubbering mess. I do remember this well, and let's see if uh, I'll, I'll get through the rest of this without being reduced to a, a blubbering mess. Um, no, I didn't find the courage to turn off your radio show and never listen to you again. By the way, what happened there? You, you two always seem so happy to be there. <laughs> and I can't ever recall you trying to come up with plans to escape that hellhole. Um, it was bigger than that. After miscarriages and three failed rounds of IVF, which all of which broke our hearts, Polly and I finally got to meet our beautiful baby girl, Matilda. Jeff and Annabelle, you were kind enough on that day to do a publication for her on the day she was born. A feat, I don't think, still to this day, has been repeated. Not on the day, no. no. 
Over the last six years, we have watched her go from a tiny baby to babbling toddler and now into the kind, loving, caring and funny little girl that we could only ever have dreamt that she would become. I know I'm biased, but she really does light up every room she enters and everyone that meets her always comments on how polite and lovely she is, which fills both Polly and I with pride. What's better than someone complimenting oh, your kid? It's the greatest, nothing. isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't happen much, but like, <laughs> when it does. If I ever need to manipulate somebody, I must must think, mm. oh, that's, a, mm. that's the way to do it. Yeah, definitely, yeah. We have watched her walk into her first day at school with the typical confidence whilst Polly and I stood waving her off in tears, slipping through my fingers. Um she is doing really well at school and she loves doing all her homework. Long may that continue. She loves baking every other Friday. I bake with her, making anything from scones to muffins to fairy wand biscuits. Whatever she, sorry, whatever we make, she always makes sure to take one in for each of her teachers and also the head teacher. This is it. She's, mm. uh, she knows. Yeah. yeah. She's a mover and a shaker. She's worked it out. Yeah. Yeah. Three years ago, when the unbelievable happened and we welcomed our second gorgeous little girl Sophia into our lives Matilda took to being a big sister like a duck to water she is the best big sister and always tries to help albeit with varying levels of success to watch the two of them playing together or watching a film would melt the coldest of hearts in other words Annabelle's (laughs) Um, we always tell the girls that Matilda proved to us that miracles can happen and Sophia came along to complete our family. We are so very lucky to have these two in our lives, even when they're up at 6am wanting to play. So, happy sixth birthday, Monkey Moo Matilda. Thank you for all the happiness and laughter you brought to our lives. You and your sister have completed us and we're so lucky to be able to call you our children. Enjoy your rainbow party cake. Mm. Love a rainbow cake. Lovely. Have you ever had a rainbow pie? Mm, never, no. I mean, I had one with ground almonds and maple syrup and no fat, but yeah. not a rainbow one. No, I mean, look, Maybe this next is, year. <laughs> this, is, this is what a birthday cake should look like. <laughs> and mermaid balloon. We hope you like your new fish tank. Interesting. I mm. wonder if the mermaid will go into the fish tank. <laughs> Balloons and fish tanks aren't really a good good, uh, good mix, are they? Um, this really isn't for daddy, in case mummy asks. <laughs> we... Both love you to the moon and back. All our love, mummy and daddy. Matilda, this is uh this is a lovely, lovely yes. thing to hear about how you're getting on. Six. Yeah. Lovely. Remember it well. Do you? No, you don't. <laughs> a couple of like, incidents I remember from oh, being okay. six. That may what, have... You know, they were definitely six. I know which class I was in at school, mm. so I can date them that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, six, yeah, six. yeah, yeah. Uh, either six or six going on seven. Mm-hmm. It's a good age six, I think. Mm. Jean's about to turn seven. That's going to be terrible. <laughs> I've got it in my head that seven's the best. I don't know why. Like seven's this great age. Isn't seven the age at which everything kind of solidifies and oh, whatever be, your underlying issues are, they're, they're kind of in place by the time you're seven? So I can't do any more damage. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, you, you can build on the damage that's already oh, done. Okay, but okay, but okay. You, 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 you are, mm. I think, digging those particular trenches deeper right? rather than new ones. Gotcha. I think, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Matilda doesn't need to hear that. Does no, she doesn't. Speaking of all this bit. Um, happy birthday, Matilda. Happy birthday. Brilliant. I hope you enjoy your cake and uh, I hope they make a great big fuss of you. 
for a whole year. Yeah, until you're seven. Yeah, mm. and then they stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you'd like a fodication, uh, you can email us hello at adriftpodcast.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.